So one of the things I've always found funny with some people is they will wear it as a badge of honor almost to not change, which is they're stuck in their ways. They have their own way of doing things and they're always going to do that. It's like you fall into this routine that's completely consistent. You've done it your entire life and there's no wiggle room. You're not open to change. You're not open to seeing new possibilities. You aren't open to doing anything else other than the way that you are currently doing it now. And I've always found this funny because people will almost double down on what they believe to be right and what they believe to be wrong. And so they don't open up their eyes to change. And one of the most successful, one of the most important traits in today's world, in the modern world, which is moving so quickly for success, is the ability to be able to adapt quickly. And when you look at where we are in society with technology, things are changing faster than ever. The landscape of the way things operate the way things work, the apps we use, the businesses that are out there, things are moving quicker than ever. And you're even more penalized now for doing something the way you did it even three years ago. I would say during the COVID era, like pre-COVID, there was there was one world and then there was COVID and then there was the post-COVID world. And The post-COVID world moves quickly. People are adapting. I think if anything, if there was anything that, any lesson that COVID taught people is adaptability. You have to be adaptable. You have to be able to adapt to the situation. For example, maybe you had one way of going to the gym, doing things. You had a routine. All of a sudden, COVID happened. Okay, you can't do it anymore. So, You can choose to just stop working out. You can choose to just stop exercising because, well, the gyms are closed or you can adapt. You can create a new workout routine at home. Adaptability. Business changed a lot. You saw quickly how fast businesses started moving online. Things that were once seemed fringe before COVID are now normal. There's more Zoom meetings. There's more virtual meetings. Things are done online more than ever. So there's an element of adaptability that you can check for yourself and say, how adaptable am I? How open to change am I? And one of the things that I always like to to do to check myself is I like to look at my strongest convictions on things and then question them, right? My strongest beliefs, my strongest convictions that I have on things, I like to look and question them and say, is this belief warranted or is this thing that I'm so sure about? Am I really that sure about it? Is there another possibility, right? Is there another way of doing something that I'm missing because the blinders are on? That's where you have to, that's where you can actually make a lot of change in your life quickly is that you'll start to realize A lot of the opportunity out there is around you. You just aren't seeing it because you're not allowing yourself to see it because you're doubling down on your convictions and you're doubling down on a set of beliefs that doesn't necessarily serve you. 
Like another, I think another really great example of this is AI. I think AI is, I, I think AI is a very polarizing topic for people, but for good reason. Now, there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of people who will say, you know what, I'm against it. There is a lot of people. I'm against AI. I don't believe it. I don't think we need robots. We need people automating things for us. I don't think we need it. It's pushing out the the human race. And then there's the other group of people who say, great, it's technology. Let's embrace it. And if there's anything that history has proven that technologists always seem to win in the long run and in taking the time to embrace new things when other people are skeptical always proves to be lucrative down the line. It always tends to pay off down the line, right? When other people are still skeptical about things and questioning things, if you are quietly embracing them and learning how to use them, you're going to be ahead. Like the, the second I saw AI, I never looked at it as a threat. I looked at it as how can I run my business more efficiently? How can I run... How can I do more in my business utilizing AI? What can I do? Let me educate myself on it. Let me learn the prompts. Let me understand how it works. Let me spend some time to understand what this new technology can offer. And then once you invest, I I find something, whenever anybody has a strong opinion about something, most people will look at it for 15 minutes, maybe an hour max. An hour is enough to... Studying something new is enough to, for an hour, is just enough to criticize it. Meaning if you're trying to start something new and you're skeptical about it in any way, shape, or form, right? Not just technology, but let's say you want to start a business, some sort of business, or you want to start some kind of workout plan and you spend an hour studying it. An hour is just enough to come up with critiques, to criticize it. Most of the time when someone criticizes something new, or something valuable that they don't understand, it's because they've spent limited time and it's only enough knowledge to criticize it. But the more time you spend on it, the more you start to understand the bigger picture. And that bigger picture is what helps you to make a great decision. So you can say to yourself, like I could very easily say to myself, I already have a business that works. I already have a business that runs. It's successful. I don't need to adapt anything new. I don't want to learn it. I don't need to. But instead, I take the opposite approach. And I say to myself, no, this is a really great opportunity. I'm a technologist at my core. My background is in engineering. So technology is easy for me to embrace. I love embracing, personally. I love embracing technology, fringe technology. And the more people are skeptical of it, the more people don't believe it's the future, the more I believe it's the future and the more I start to learn it. So I take the time to understand it so I'm not threatened by it and I'm not threatened by something new. And there's a lot of people because they're doubling down on their convictions and what they believe, they're going to say to themselves, "Mm, I'm not going to embrace anything new. I'm not going to embrace AI, even though it can serve me in a lot of different ways. Now, it's not just AI, but it's anything else that you have in your life, which is, can I be adaptable? How many of my routines, how many of my beliefs, and how many of my convictions are just that? Am I stuck in those? Ask yourself. It's a really powerful tool to help 
to help yourself move forward, which is how many things do I believe that I feel like are fixed? How many things do I believe that I'm just stuck in and I'm not willing to change? Those are the things you question first. And the quicker that you get to questioning those things, the faster you can see new possibility and new possibility leads you to new direction. That's the power of it. That's the power of understanding. Like you don't have to be stuck in your ways. For example, I'll give you a really great example. Here's another one. I was always of the belief that I didn't want an electric car. I like the feeling of gas. I like the feeling of stepping on the pedal. I like the roar of the engine. I like all that. That's what I told myself. I said, nah, electric cars aren't for me. Now, just recently got a new car. What did I end up getting? An electric car. Why? Because I had such a strong belief in gas vehicles of all of those things. I spent a lot of time going through that process and wondering, is it really warranted? Am I being open to new possibility? And when I looked at it, honestly, I could say to myself, no, I'm not being open to new possibility. What I'm doing is I'm doubling down on a conviction and I'm closing myself off to learning something new because of a very strong conviction and a very strong belief. And I know that in life, whenever I've had Whenever I've had a very strong belief or a very strong conviction about something like that, I've missed out on opportunity because of it. What did I end up doing? Getting an electric car. Turns out I actually love the electric car. My whole mindset has changed. Opened up a whole new world of possibility, which is you don't always have to fear the unknown, which is also part of it. People fear the unknown. They don't like to try new things. They don't like to do new things. They don't like to put themselves out there. But that's what you have to do in order to succeed. That's what you have to do in order to create ultimately the life you want. And ironically, the life that you want is actually hidden behind Some of your deepest convictions and things that you believe to be completely true today. And that once you open up your mind to the possibility of just seeing new opportunity and understanding that there are other ways to do things other than you do things now, that allows you to change the course of action. Because the entire point, the the entire the entire point to moving forward in life is to be able to distill it down into execution, which is, can I get my life down into simple steps that I execute every day? And the execution, the action that we take is hidden behind our beliefs. It's hidden behind our convictions. And if we don't have those, and if we don't question our beliefs, we don't question our convictions, We don't see possibility. And when we don't see possibility, we miss out on taking action. We miss out on taking the action that we need in order to succeed. We miss out on that. There's a level of a a blindness almost. We, We put on our own blinders to those things. And oftentimes when we do the same things in life, when we fall into the same routines, we do not 
we miss out on all of the other opportunity because those things we do become comfortable. They, it becomes <clears throat> comfortable for us and that we choose not to do things. So being adaptable, <clears throat> being adaptable is important, right? Taking the time to question those convictions, question those beliefs is important. That's one thing. But also it's being reflexive and the speed of which you do it. I think now one of the one of the key traits, and I don't think I know this as a fact, is that one of the key traits that is required for success in, this, in today's world is to change quickly. Because things are changing faster than ever. And new strategies, new things, new research, new technology, all of this is popping up on a daily basis. And the more that we do it, the quicker that we can adapt, the easier it is to be able to get to where we want. And it's a problem. I see anything. Like if you look at, for example, really great example of this on adaptability. Look at Netflix. Look at Blockbuster. You guys remember Blockbuster? Do you guys remember the like going into the video rental or the CD or the DVD rental store as a kid? So I grew up as a kid in the 90s. So I remember Blockbuster. You go in, you rent the videos, you walk out. That was like a whole experience. And for a period of time, Netflix was the same, if you remember. Not quite going into the store, but you would pick something and put it into a red envelope and mail it off and they'd send you something new. But what happened? Netflix evolved into an online streaming platform. Right now we can just watch the shows, we can watch the movies, watch the documentaries right on our TV. Blockbuster did not. Today, Blockbuster is dead. Netflix is alive, right? Adaptability. It's being able to read the situation and being able to change and not to be stuck in your ways and not to say, well, just because I've always done it this way is the way I'm always going to do it. And this was one of the things in which led me to starting my own company, the Asana Academy. Yoga. One of the things I observed, I love doing yoga and been doing it since I was in college, got into it, real passion of mine, obviously. And here's what I quickly learned about yoga is that it's so rooted in history. It's rooted in, you know, the past, right? It's like the history is worshipped. This is the way the pose was done. This is the way the sequence was done. This is the way that it was always done. So we're going to maintain it. We're going to preserve it. We're going to preserve history. We're not going to change. We're not open to possibility. So we're always going to do same yoga, the same set sequence, in the same way it was done historically. No debate. That's a problem. That, that's a problem on some level. Why people get hurt. There's a lot of things that you can do that aren't safe, that get you injured. And you miss out on a lot. You can learn from history. You don't need to worship the history, but you can learn from it. And... You can take it and build upon it. And that helps to that helps to expand. And you look at some other great examples of this, which is you've got sports is another great example. Baseball. So I used to play baseball. Major League Baseball is another sport, which is rooted in history. They don't like to change things. They don't like they like to keep everything exactly the way it is, which is these are the rules, nine innings. This is how it's run historically. It's a statistics game, right? So they want everything to be exactly the same. 
And, you know, baseball games are long. I'm not a sports expert by any imagination, but the NFL gets much higher ratings than Major League Baseball. And one thing about the NFL that's fascinating is they make changes to the rules every year. They make changes to the rules every year. They're adapting, right? They're, they're adapting and they're, they're, they're creating things, whether that's better for the fans, whether that is better for the players, right? They're always making changes. The NFL is a very adaptable league. Major League Baseball is not, right? One rating's high, one rating's low, okay? Another great example of this too, horses. At some point, we switched from horses to cars, right? Thanks to Henry Ford. Now, people could have easily said when cars first came out, were people skeptical? Yes, totally. Yes, they were skeptical. But again, it's adapting something new. And I could go on and on. It's innovation on this planet. And success is always found in being adaptable and being able to read new trends and being able to change. And this helps, this helps with so many levels. And you see it in a lot of different ways. And that's one of the things I that I feel like is one of my strong points in business is adaptability and being reflexive, which is, okay, if I see new data and I see something new, I'm going to change. I'm not going to be stuck in my ways. I've been running a business online since 2013. And the amount of things that can change in a decade is a lot. And you have to keep up with it. That's almost like one of the things where something that worked in business two years ago doesn't work today. Something that worked in business 10 years ago definitely does not work today. So you have to be on top of it. You have to be reflexive and you have to be adaptable. And in order to be reflexive and in order to be adaptable, your eyes and ears have to be open to the landscape that's changing around you. Like a lot of people like this ignorance is bliss thing, which is, I don't need to pay attention to it. I don't need to, as long as I don't know, it's totally fine. But the reality of it is, is that the more you close yourself off to possibility and the more that you tell yourself, mm, I'll just stay the way I am. I just won't change. I just, yeah, I'm already good. I already have a routine. I already have a system. The more you're missing out on life and it's those exact convictions and those exact beliefs that are stopping you from moving forward in life. So something to think about. That's the show. If you benefited from it, take some time to tag me in a story on Instagram, share it with me, let me know what you learned, how you're going to apply it. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, you can support it by sharing it with someone who you think would benefit and take some time to leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so that's what I've got for you on today's show. Have a good rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.